Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like some films manage to perfectly find the balance, starting off slow and steadily building towards an intensive and dramatic climax. Then there's the film that we watched this week, which went from mind-numbingly dull to, oh, we shot a kid in the face really quickly. My name's Liam, and sitting opposite me through the powers of the internet is someone I genuinely think would help me hide a body. It's Tobias. I'm not sure I would. I don't know. Wait a second. It depends who and why. Uh, okay. But oh, I need to make fairness, some changes. We, we, we know quite a lot about each other, so we've got a balance of terror. So, That's yeah. It. <laughs> it's like you might not want to help me hide the body, but it might be the lesser of two evils. Yeah, fair. <laughs> the yeah. phrase, if I go down, you're coming with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say that again. Someone I think will genuinely help me hide a body. <laughs> Name the day, <laughs> name the time. <laughs> so, yeah. hi mate, how you doing? I'm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I've just eaten some Pringles and some uh, pork. How are you? <laughs> um, I have not eaten some Pringles, but ironically, do have the same exact tub. Well, not exact tub, because no, you've got no. your tub. I've got Pringles to my right. Yeah. But I'm looking at mine with a, a level of fear that I don't think you are. <laughs> no, <laughs> also, I have, no, I have no pork, so. For our listeners, we have new Pringles sizzling extra hot cheese and chilli. And I really like them. And I really want to like them. <laughs> but they, they strike fear into me, much to the level of the uh, ghost pepper and the Carolina Reaper do. But you had them, didn't you? Yeah, I know. I think I still, I think I prefer them. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know what I'm getting with that. I wasn't expecting this level of intensity from Pringles. <laughs> fair, fair. fair. <laughs> so we watched the film. We did. Should I tell the listeners about it? Oh, I'd love you to. Calibre. Two lifelong friends on a hunting trip to Scotland find their nerves and their morals ruthlessly tested after a harrowing turn of events. Cast Jack Loudon. That's not how you say that name. Martin McCann. Tony Curran. Directed by Matt Palmer. I'd say say Loudon. To be fair, at that point, I was almost on autopilot and I don't know what word came out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you said it fine. Cool. Shouldn't have made so, a thing of it then, should we? <laughs> no, but now we have. Ha 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 ha. Ah, so, yes, so. we watched Calibre. And I will say that before watching it, from reading the description, I thought it was going to be something ghosty. Uh, I thought they were going to go hunting and there was going to be some creepy, monstery thing or some ghost in the woods. Nope, nope, just shot again. Yeah. Oh, and I say just as if that's not a big thing. It's a big thing. Right. So... Listeners may know, if you're regular listeners, that when we watched Batman Ninja, yeah. I ended up watching it twice. Yeah. For reasons that you'll understand if you've listened to the review. I've now watched this film twice. Because you just loved it that much. More because I fell asleep through it the first time. Okay. On first viewing, what's the last yeah. thing you remember? Roughly, had the kid been shocked? That's like, oh, fair. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had easily watched half of it, and then I was swaying because I started to not care. Yeah, that's pretty apt. I lost a bit of interest, yeah, and then I woke up to spoiler alert one shooting the other one. Do you know what? You say spoiler alert, but the fact that one the the trailer for this 
mm-hmm. has images of the guy tied up in the pig pen, ready to be really? shot. And, oh. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer, but it is literally the freeze frame of the trailer. Right. Um, yeah, I I get that. I will say I I I, I joked about it in the intro about it being mind numbing. I can. <laughs> this is a sense I never thought it in my mouth. That kid got shot at the perfect time because <laughs> because honestly, I was at the point where. I was thinking, I don't know if I could do another hour of the film being like this. Is this just going to be about two annoyingly and unlikable characters going hunting together? I was, I was yeah. beyond, I was beyond bored for the first right. like twenty minutes. I wouldn't say I was because I am okay with taking a film at its pace. For me, it... oh, okay. I would say it was well acted. I yeah, can't, yeah, really, I don't, I don't I can't knock that. the acting at all. The pace was its own thing. It took a while to get to what it was going to do. Yeah. And I would say it was genuinely unnerving how a town can, without much reasoning, just turn against the new people. Yeah. Oh, and they, I will say what at the point of kid being shot from then onwards. There was something to hook me in and go, oh, what's happening here? But the problem is, by that point, for me personally, I had already gone, this is so dull. So then once the kid was shot, I was like, okay, great. Something to pay attention to. Great, this kid's been shot in the face. And (laughs) one thing is, this this film doesn't really show you any gore, but they still show you enough. For me, the goriest thing is actually when one of the big guys twists the guy's nose. In the there pub. was that. I was thinking more of the point where the more unlikable character of Marcus pulls the yeah. knife out and you know he's about to dig through a child's skull. Yes, because they don't... Yeah. Because they, they need do. to retrieve a bullet. And actually that bit was quite tense. Yeah. But my, my problem is I found both of the characters, Marcus definitely more massively unlikable. I didn't really like the, the good... It's almost like one was good cop, one was bad cop. You had um, Jack Loudon who played uh, Vaughn, who was like the father-to-be. Yeah, and then you had his like um, very unlikable friend. I don't understand how they're still friends of Marcus. Well, they're not now. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they uh, are not. The thing is, right? What I suppose what the story does do quite well is it is the good one who kills the kid. Well, yeah, because it is pure accident. He's aiming at, at a bus, yeah. isn't he? And then it kind of moves last minute. And you see this this child, yeah. and it's so. Actually, that bit was really well done because a lot of things could have shown you as the audience, but not him, the kid. Yes. Uh, but actually, it was the bullet, the, the trigger was pulled, and you saw the kid for a split second. Yeah. And actually, I will say generally, the cinematography of the film was done quite well most of the time. It is a bit dark at times, but like bits like that were that done was, all right. Yeah. And actually, yeah. one thing I will give credit to is the scene where they dig the graves. I actually thought it was well done because a lot of things when they dig a grave, so easy, so yeah. easy to dig a grave. They, it's the same type of dirt the whole way down, but this time you heard it getting wetter. You heard them struggling, and then you heard it just being water. Because if you dig down enough, it's going to be damp, gravelly yeah. stuff. And they, they got to that, and I found that quite interesting. And they also had to give up. Yeah, they yeah. were like, they well, we're not going to do this how we wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, for me. No, I've read quite a few of the reviews on oh, IMDb. Oh, have you? I haven't. I have, because it's got, I think it's about six point something review. Okay. 
I read a lot of very high, like 10 out of 10 reviews. Yeah, that makes sense from some of the things I've read. Um, which are saying, like, this is very atmospheric and very well done and very thrilling. Um, not a word I would use for this yeah. film. No, it isn't. Also, when I do see some criticisms, and it, but this is how different audience members will see different things. Yeah. I literally, I think it was back to back almost. I read one review, which it said it was very good except for a predictable ending. And then the next review said everything was trash except for an original ending. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't actually agree with either of those reviews. No. Because I don't think the whole film was trash because there was decent performances there. I agree. I, I actually do think the reaction to uh, Vaughn realizing he shot a kid was really well done because yes. he didn't he didn't just run. He went to kind of see what's happened, and his emotion and reaction to it was interesting. And then the fact that Marcus's reaction wasn't just the same reaction. Yes, it yes. was a different approach, which is how people people react yes. differently. That that was all fine. Uh, one of the reviews, and I think this is actually one of the reasons why I read so many reviews. I honestly, after I saw the film, twice technically, even though yeah. I did miss a whole chunk the first time. <laughs> um, but I do realise, having watched it a second time, I hadn't actually... What I'd missed was alright to have missed. I could have actually... Oh, really? It would still be the same review, pretty much. But I don't think... I didn't know what I was going to be bringing to this review. Yeah. I didn't. I watched it and didn't know what to say about it. <laughs> That's fair. So I've actually read other people's reviews to say what, see what they're saying about it, to see, well, I agree with that point, or I don't agree with that point. Yeah. And one thing that I do agree with is when everyone goes out to search for the, the nephew and his father and all yeah. that kind of stuff, when they do find the bodies... There is absolutely no question that it's the two strangers. No, except for the fact that the ki- they did instantly run. That uh, that is enough to go. The newbies have disappeared and run when they were clearly watching. But, the- but I also do agree with because it's something I was going to mention that generally this film is believable in the way it happens, except for that moment when the two lads, Vaughn and Marcus, are on the search. Why did they just do a runner? If they hadn't, they could have tried to style that out. They. In fact, yeah, they should have just been there. Yeah, because that's what they were. That was actually what was expected of them. Yeah, and just... I, the fact that they found these bodies and then instantly went, they're gone. And yeah. I think a bit too quickly as well, actually. I think because yes. there was the angry like bloke, wasn't there? Um, the guy who like punched him in the nose earlier on. Yeah, yeah. he's the one who, as soon as they found the bodies, he went, they're gone. Yeah, and that, and that it was, was like, instantly. What? And I'm like, you just found a dead child and his dead dad. And your first thing is they've done a runner. Yeah, that wouldn't be what you were thinking. No. Um, In fact, I... it, would, oh, it would have been better for... If they were going to do a runner, that whole scene could have been played better with yeah. them literally judging when they could go. If, you know, is that sort of thing of, right, because there was a lot of emotion because they just found a kid and the father yeah. and all that kind of stuff, which is obviously it was a tight community. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the key. Is that it was a small community who all know each other. They make that clear very early on when 
information that's not given to characters is known by characters. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of that. Unfortunately, was for me. That's actually when I lost interest. I get that. I mean, that for me, I I didn't lose interest there because there's actions to a point. But something that annoyed me is obviously they did a runner, and then I think the speed that they got back to their cars was a lot less than it took them to get to that point. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole point is there was a huge like montage of them all combing the woods and walking to that point. But then, it obviously, it was cut for, for drama, but it just felt unnecessary. And that's why I think they had to run as soon as they did, because they had to make sure there was distance between them and the villagers. Yeah. But also, the villagers caught up very quickly, considering that they were definitely a lot more big and out of shape than these two lads. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think... Also, I'm sorry, but Marcus is massively unhinged. Um, the fact that he stabbed a dog to death without even thinking. His base response was, I'm going to stab this dog. I think you didn't even try pulling it off first. The dog tackles Vaughn to the ground. Vaughn tries to pull it off. It doesn't work. Marcus runs over. He doesn't try and pull the dog off, which is what you would normally do. He instantly pulls a knife and stabs it to death. Thing is, what we learned from Marcus is Marcus definitely goes down the violent route instantly. He shoots the dog without any warning. Yeah. Uh, which, actually, if you take that as an isolated thing, is more understandable. Because, yeah, the dad's got a gun in his hand. But yeah. he does, there's nothing to say he's going to shoot him. He is holding no. it. I mean, that is the assumption. And it's clearly the assumption that both the, the, oh, the yeah. friends go down. But yeah, I will say that for me, actually, the, 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 the standout role of this film isn't the two lads. It's Logan McClay. Played by yep. Tony Curran. Yes. Like, I, I recognise him from loads of stuff. Well, I said, to, I, when we discussed the cast for this film, yeah. I said that you would know him. Yeah, because I, I he's do. Been I've, in... I've looked at, I mean, he, he was in X-Men First Class, apparently. Is he? He plays Man in Black Agent. <laughs> he's just a random side character, one of the like men in black in the film. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know him more from, like, he's in Underworld Evolution, as yeah. one of, like, the ancient... He's also in Thor Dark World. I knew that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, he's one of those people I wouldn't, if I hadn't looked up what he's in, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I do recognize him. Yeah. I found him intriguing throughout the film, actually, because the way he was acted was this. Um, he was, he was like the, the force of power in the area, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's yeah. by no means the biggest guy. He's a normal, like, dude, just trying to keep the, the area afloat. Yeah. And he was generally quite welcoming of them from the moment he met them. And that's why eventually when he does discover the bodies yeah he breaks yeah which then i actually did like it how when the rest of the town were like let's kill them he was like no yeah he was like do you not think i want to but we're trying not to let our town be destroyed and by doing this we're guaranteeing it yeah i found him really interesting throughout the whole film a lot of the other characters are necessarily aggressive i don't yes there was a lot of heaviness especially the guy who breaks marcus's nose so much um it wasn't even his daughter I know. It was his friend's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we haven't referenced that. Uh, there's a, several partying moments and Marcus <laughs> basically has sex with someone yeah. but fills her with coke. Yes, Amazingly. he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's the whole issue there, which actually feels like side plot, but it's all to oh, do with... massively. It's all about turning everyone against the new guys. It is. Which, in it, some it, respects, I wish they hadn't done that. It would have been actually better 
if actually everything had been integrated nicely and they'd killed this kid. Not yeah. on purpose, but it would have been more I interesting. The only key mechanic you needed to be introduced to from the beginning was the fact that it was a tight-knit community. Yeah. Because everything relied on it. The fact that Logan knew that the boys had been out the night before because that kid saw them from the window. Yeah. You know, even without seeing it, that that's been passed on and that because they get as they go out for the search he puts his shoe up on the side and starts signing and goes so uh, what are you doing last night then and yeah. in that moment you're like oh no he knows i will say that whole situation was suspect if they were gonna run they should have done it before that point because yeah. they are they arrived at that party and instantly went something's wrong here because everyone was looking at them yeah that's when they should have turned and gone there was nothing to stop them i mean yes they didn't know yeah. that they didn't know that they're their truck was fixed and the truck was out of action, but they could have just run if they were that scared. I mean, they are in the Scottish wilderness, so I don't that know is, how far that, they is, got. that is true. But do you know what I mean? I mean, that was not the only chance to turn and run. They no, could have even wasn't. done it when they were scouring the forests. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Not that when not they're standing on a very visible edge of a grave they've, they've just dug. I suppose, though, just to try to play devil's advocate on this, when you've got a narrative there is a difference between real life and a film yeah the film has to have a natural conclusion and actually if they just run that would have been a very unsatisfactory ending to the film yeah it, there was a couple of <laughs> there was a few moments in this where you kind of did the thing of don't do that that's a stupid thing to do yeah considering actually at the start you're like well actually everything's quite realistic how he's they, they do make some weird choices later on. Yes. Um, which you could probably go panic, or I think you mostly got to go... Traumatisation. Yeah, convoluted plot, really, because yeah. they need something to happen. I mean, people do go into panic mode and like instinct when something yeah. happens, but some of them were just a little bit unbelievable. Yes. But you are right, like, acting-wise, generally, I can't point any acting that's bad. I think it's all pretty... Did By you recognise without checking now? Did you recognise an actress in it? I can, gonna... say, I can say no for a fact. I uh, recognise no females in this. Right, uh, Iona. Uh, I've got the name in front of me. Kate okay. Bracken. Yes, she was in the last two seasons of Being Human. Was she? Yeah, she was oh, the was she the ghost. Yes, she was. Without even looking, I my mind can see it. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, no. It's <laughs> an episode of Killing Eve. There you go. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and Misfits. Three episodes. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think the acting was bad. I mean, some of it was a bit much, but I believed most of it. If you accept the fact that they just hate them for no reason from the beginning, because a lot of them really do. Yeah. Um, I think it's all acted pretty, pretty pretty well to be honest um i did generally feel bad for for vaughn at the end yeah but i did i i say i felt, I felt bad for him because it's like you've kind of gone through the motions with him but at the same time i had also gone to that point of okay literally that oh, all right we're still we're still here because i will say i got about 40 minutes into this film and i was going how are you getting another hour out of this <laughs> i i, I what well, i mean if they hadn't shot that kid when they had, I'd have been questioning it anyway. But it, it did feel like the pacing was a bit funny to start with. Maybe it was. Uh, it was 
Oh, an independent film, as it were. It was very slow, talky. Yeah. Uh, actually, without that much talking. Um, yeah, actually. My favourite scene... I Actually, I have two favourite scenes. Looking at positives. <laughs> uh, one is after they've... Well, both are after they've killed the kid. One <laughs> is when they get back and... Um, I can't remember the character's name, but Tony Curran. They're Logan. Off, yeah, Logan. Offers them some venison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just basically looks like a bit of venison swimming in blood. That's what it looks like. It did, yeah. And it looks like it more when Vaughn throws it all up into the sink and it's all just red. <laughs> that was a well-done scene, because they had just come back from it and they, they knew the bodies were sitting out there. It was but fresh. My, my favourite scene is actually when they're in the pub, when the big nasty guy comes to apologise because basically Logan's told them to. Yeah. And it is the bit where I think it is Marcus who basically is it Mar- Marcus at that point who drops them in it? Because they're talking about the nephew missing. Yes. And Marcus says, oh, yeah. when they, when were they, how long have they been gone? And the yeah, guy's like... The, yeah, they're, they're, Marcus goes to the toilet, doesn't he? Yeah. And they start a conversation and it turns out that um, one of the residents and their son who are out camping have gone missing. We know that that's the people who've been killed. Yeah. And Vaughn is playing along quite well, actually. Yeah. He's, he's, he's concerned, but not more than he needs to be. He's not invested enough. Yeah. And yeah, and then Marcus comes back and they introduce him to it and he says they instantly. Yeah. And they're like, well, how do you know it's a they? Yeah. Now, luckily, the, the owner's like, well, he's too young to be out on his own. But then he's like, yeah, but he doesn't know how old he is. We've yeah. not said anything. And he says, I just assumed. So, and yeah. they do do that a lot where they do give them little things that means that when they do turn on them properly towards the end, you go, yeah. okay, there is enough there. It's just a bit much at times. Now, that was good because that wasn't, that was tension, but not because they were like in the middle of nowhere waiting for something to happen. They were in a big public room full of people. And you know that every single person in that room will turn on them the moment they find out. Yeah. And that is the thing because they are in somewhere they don't know. They have no allegiances to anyone. And the only reason they don't get beaten up is because Logan believes that Marcus is going to bring money into the town. Yes. Because he's got which, a market, which I don't think he would have. <laughs> no. I'm going to ask you a question then. Okay. With the situation that they are in at the end, where Vaughn is basically told to kill Marcus. Yeah. Do you think that that was the right way around for the film? Because Vaughn very much does feel like our main character. Yeah. Or do you think it would have been a more interesting end for it to have been the other way around? And Marcus no, would... because I actually think Marcus would have just done it. I think Marcus would have been less hesitant. I think he wouldn't have wanted to, but I think to save himself, as we've already seen, he yeah. will. I just would have liked to have seen a scene where he has to go to uh, Vaughn's Fiance or wife? Yeah. Or, uh, fiance, yeah. pregnant fiance. F- pregnant fiance. Which is to actually a... a key element that saves Vaughn. Yes. Because that is the thing that Logan basically uses in his mind to justify yeah. it and say, look, you've, you've got a kid. What, how can you do this to us? And actually that scene where they've got um, Vaughn tied up in the like the barn. Yeah. It's, I actually do think it was really well done from Logan's point of view. I don't care about the rest of them. Logan, yeah. when he's left alone with him and he's like, how could you do this to us? Yeah, you know you've got a kid on the way, and I thought considering you've just had 
two of your family members ripped away from you. I actually think it's very realistic because a lot of films would have got just anger, just yeah. anger. But that's not how humans work. No, humans are conscious and are aware of other factors, which is why I think Logan is the best character in it. Yes, and I think that's why they got Tony Cohen to play him. He is the because most well-known of anyone in a way to play that role. Yeah, but Tony Cohen has a bit of gravitas to him. Yeah, and it does work because it is a very important character. <laughs> very important. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense um, to be the, the biggest name, really. Yeah, I mean Martin McCaddy plays Marcus. If you click on his Wikipedia page, he doesn't even have a filmography. No, not his Wikipedia, but I do know him from something because yeah. he's in a film called Killing Bono and he plays Bono. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen, I, I looked through his IMDb as well, and there's a, I've seen a couple of things I, I know of. I yeah. mean, Jack Loudon, who plays Vaughn's been in more, he was in Dunkirk. Yes, you see, that was the, the weird thing though. I sort of thought I recognized both of them. I thought I recognized Marcus, but I don't think I've actually seen anything with him in it. Well, I think Killing Bono, that's about it. Isn't and I... Killing Bono is. Bob Sheehan's in it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's the name I was thinking of. Okay. Um, I don't know. What do you say? What do you you think the writing of this is like? Like, script-wise? Because, like, dialogue... The problem is the dialogue is very country, as in very Scotland country. They all kind of talk in that same kind of countryside way. Um, The problem is I find Marcus so unlikable, but I think that's the point. You're, meant to, see, point, you're yeah. meant to see him as a loose cannon from the beginning, and they make that clear in the journey up there. I think I don't. I don't know because obviously I am a writer. Yeah, and I I do look at certain things, and it's like from the off you get the imprint of who the characters are. And My that... problem though is at no point do they change any of that. No. I think a good character should have depth, and like Marcus from the off is a loose cannon. You don't trust him. You know he's trouble. And that does not change. It would have been nice if by the end they'd almost swapped roles. I was basically going to say that, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's what I was going to say. There is no switch. It would have been interesting because we had Marcus as the go-get-them and um, Vaughn very much as the held-back character. Yeah. But after the the child being killed, it would have actually been quite nice over the the next night or so. It's like a slow swap, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes it, sense for Vaughn to react how he does initially. Yes. But I think, because they're there a couple of days, and I think as he's got more time to sit on it, it would have made sense to justify him breaking in his own mind a little bit and Marcus almost re- retreating. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem. Apart from Logan, Logan's the only one I think has any depth to them because you see lots of different emotion. He, he, I saw a tip recently. Um, I was watching a YouTube video and it was a vocal coach reacted to performances from musicals and actually one of the th- bits of advice he said works for most acting he said when you're looking at your lines as an actor he said a really good way to interpret a line is read a line consider how the emotion that you would naturally go with and then consider trying it with the direct opposite of what you naturally would so if it's an angry line try doing it a little bit like laughy and manic because it you get a different feel on it and i think we've seen that from some of the stuff we've done yeah you know and so putting a non-traditional spin on an emotion and i think logan did that a couple of times with his reactions later on it's i also think although unfortunately i don't know they surrounded logan by hot-headed people 
which works in his lower key grounded yeah. take on everything works better but it kind of normally i'd say there's something way more menacing about someone who's just calm and i found that like when they're sitting having their dinner and the scene you said you like where with yeah Liam, yeah venison you knew that at that point they know nothing yeah. but because you know that at any second the boys could slip up you are yeah. watching logan yes and yeah. you can see that Logan, because Logan pays for their meal, he offers to take them hunting. But you can see that he is weighing them up at every second. Yeah. He's easily the standout. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I don't really have much to say on the cinem- cinematography that we haven't mentioned. My only criticism is really, and I understand that a lot of it takes place at night, it's a very dark film, visually. I mean, I didn't have the problem with that. At the I mean, same I'm, time... I'm not talking Game of Thrones level dark. No, no. no. <laughs> uh... I it it depends because we've said different things over these film reviews. Yeah. Uh, often, it, if something does something particularly artistic, it can remove you from a film. There was none of that. It was just what it was. They did try to keep this as grounded because they knew what they were doing. There was only one point where I think it was vaguely artistic, as I'd say, and that was actually when Vaughn was telling them what had happened. Yeah, they did that thing where they faded out, so you didn't actually hear him tell them, you just saw reactions, and then it kind of yeah. almost montaged the story. Yeah, and that worked quite nicely. Yeah, it, it wasn't overly artistic where you it pulls you out of it. No, you if just anything, took it. It's almost annoying in a film when you have the same bit of information fed yeah, back to constantly. It saved you from it. Saved you it from did, because actually, we'd already heard it between the boys several times, so it yeah. did save you, and I think that really worked quite nicely. Yeah, it was. Um... No, it just it, but there was at the same time, unless you count that scene, no real standout. I, it's not something I'd remember for its cinematography. No, I think that's actually is something that goes against this film generally. Yeah, it, I, I don't think, think I have much more to say. <laughs> no, I think I'm actually surprised we've said as much. Shall we move on to the rating? Yeah, let's let's move on to the rating. Okay, here at the Manic Podcast, we don't rate these on a huge like one out of 100 one out of 10 for example rotten tomatoes uh, gave this a 95 percent it's very high um yeah. that's based on 19 reviews so you know uh, okay. um i mean metacritic which we don't normally reference is 76 out of 100 which i think uh, is would... more accurate than the 95 <laughs> i imdb is about 6.5 i think right okay and actually this was something nothing to do with this film really <laughs> Because it was actually a positive review of the film. But the person opened it was, I never thought I'd ever watch a film on IMDb rated under seven. I'm like, is that what your... <laughs> is that what you go critique by? for things are? That's weird. Uh, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> I've watched some really good films, which were some random watches, which were yeah. rated low. Hey, you can have some gems that they Think just it's... maybe haven't with, hit with an audience. Or with films, you really do have to judge it for yourself. It's all well and good looking at raters afterwards. But yes. if you did that based on some... On the ratings, th- I'd have missed some really good films. Yes, and I would have watched a lot of boring films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic generally quite high, but we don't rate our films like that. We simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? A hit means did we like the film? Did we enjoy it? Would we consider rewatching it? Would we tell other people about it? A general sense of all round enjoyability, and a miss is just the complete opposite. So Tobias. What did you think of Calibre? I'm happy to forget I've watched it twice. 
I the acting is good. I will give it that. Yeah. But I am not going to tell anyone about this. I'm not going to rewatch it again. I only rewatched it because I had to review it. Yeah. So for me, I'm afraid it's a miss. Yeah. Well, what I can say about this film is you've watched this film more than I will ever watch this film. <laughs> uh, because, as I said, I got incredibly bored in the first half an hour. And the fact that a kid gets shot shouldn't be the only thing that pulls me back to a film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I won't tell people about the film. And I actually don't think it's that original. No, I really. Not. If you tell me we're making a film about hunting, it's either going to be two people bonding or someone gets shot who shouldn't be shot. That is going to be the story. Or or monsters. Do you know what I mean? You were rooting for monsters. I was so rooting for monsters. Yeah. Um, no, I I'm happy to forget this film. I'm not going to watch it again ever. No. Um, yes, it was well acted. I I will not disagree with that. But yeah. it's this is a full manic miss. I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, let, let's not let's not hang around on it too much. No. What are we going to watch next? But kind of already have. <laughs> yeah, right. Next time, déjà vu. Uh, next time on the Manic Film Club, we're going to watch Steve Jobs by keying in on three crucial points in his career. This biopic shows the human foibles and visionary fearlessness of the man who made the Mac. Starring Michael Fassbender, Kate Winslet, Seth yeah. Rogen. Directed by Danny Boyle. We have made this announcement before, haven't we? I know, and I remember <laughs> loving the word foibles the first time. Yeah. Um, it's so weird having already watched the film and reviewed it. Yeah. <laughs> by the time we do the announcement. That's my bad. I messed up stuff. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, it is. That's oh, cool. Oh, wow. wow. So, yes. Um, when this episode goes live, hopefully on the, the date we plan this one to go live now. Maybe Tobias will also put a poll over on our Twitter page. A massive where, poll. <laughs> a massive poll over on our Twitter page where you can vote if you thought this film was a hit or a miss. Yeah. And our Twitter is at the manic with two N's. Very, Very important. important. But Twitter is not the only or best way to keep up to date with all things manic, is it, Tobias? Yeah, pop around my house. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> over, I, I say over a cup of tea, but it's more likely to be over a chilled. I'm not allowed tea. Tea or something. I'm not allowed tea. Not allowed to. No, but you're so probably referring after seven. I, I'm, I, no, and actually, I didn't start my Pepsi Max that I've got here. Ah, oh, sorry. So uh, it's after seven, and you're being a good boy. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm never a good boy. Uh, yeah. So the best place to find out all the manic goodness is if you become a manic patron. Oh, is that a very expensive and costly thing to do? No, it's a minimum. Of one pound, people. Oh, one wow. pound twenty. One pound oh, twenty. What wondrous things could I get for this minimum one pound to one pound twenty a month? You get access to our manic Discord, which is actually quite chatty. It is, uh, including voice chat when we play games with you, lovely people. Depending on which level you are. Games of the mind. No, no. not those. Not those. Among, games. Us, so far. Among us, mostly until we find out something else to play. Yeah. Uh, but there are two other tiers. It's a three-tier system. Thank you very much, Boris. Uh... Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a three-tier system. But for the very base, you get access to the Discord. You get extended episodes of the standard Manic Exclusive Podcast. Exclusive content. I think you'll find. Exclusive segments. Yeah. And higher tiers get some special stuff as well. Yeah, you do. And the link to that will be below in the description in our link tree, as long with all of the links to all of our social medias. Tree of links. Tree of links. Now, other than not that, not a cat, 
Not the big cat thing. A tree full of lynx cats. Yeah. <laughs> that ruins your Christmas. That's a dangerous uh, tree, that is, right there. <laughs> okay, now before we, we, we get the film wrong and watch the wrong one and then don't post the episode anyway again, yeah. Yeah. I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, people, you lovely son of a gun. I don't know where that was son going. Of gun. Oh. Uh, what, what, what do guns have bullets? And how do you measure bullets? In calibers. Yeah. That's the film you want. Look after yourselves, people. Stay safe. But most importantly, stay manic. <laughs>